Welcome to There's a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell. I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs and I've been in business for the past 28 years. So I started out the week this week getting a little technical with exercise physiology terms. Yesterday I was speaking about oxygen deficit, which basically is the amount of residual anaerobic properties we must clear out during a steady state run. That happens when we push our pace a little too anaerobic during aerobic time periods and we have to get it back to normal so our body slows us down so it's able to do so. Again, technical information. And I kind of promised yesterday that I would then get into oxygen debt so we're not confused about the two terms because they are two different things. You can think of the oxygen deficit as something that's happening during an activity and oxygen debt is what happens after an activity. I'm going to read its definition and then explain it to you. Oxygen debt, which by the way is now in modern terms called EPOC, excess post-oxygen consumption. The exercise physiologists that have these big titles, they get to name things, renamed oxygen debt to EPOC, excess post-oxygen consumption. And if you're reading the uh, common um, health and fitness magazines, they talk about afterburn sometimes. That's the slang term. But anyway, here is the official definition. An accumulative deficit of oxygen available for oxidative metabolism that develops during periods of intense bodily activity and must be made good when the body returns to rest. Isn't that clear? Very, very clear, very simple to understand. Well, I'm going to explain it because there is a method to the madness. So let's understand what it is and then how we can make this uh, part of our knowledge to help us with our physical fitness. Basically, it's this. Our body's job is homeostasis. That's what our body is always trying to do, our physical body. Bring us back to normal, survive, homeostasis. So when we are exercising with any kind of intensity, actually exercising at all, there's going to be a cost with that whether it be we're using up some nutrients, we are producing some lactic acid, whatever, there's going to be a cost. So if we're exercising, there's going to be an effect. Now, the body's job is to bring you back to recovery as soon as possible. That's what it does. Um, now, there are passive ways to do that and active ways to do that, and I'll explain that in a second, but the body's job is to bring you back to homeostasis. So the more intense your exercise session was or sport, then the more debt you're going to be in at the end. That means more lactic acid or more um, negative effects of your metabolism floating around the bloodstream afterwards. That could be higher heart rate, sustained heart rate, and actually the heart rate's higher because it's trying to get your body back to homeostasis just like 
when you're sick and you go into a fever, your body is actually fighting the fever. So that's why you are burning more energy up. And the same is the, the effect right after intense exercise or sport, your body's heart rate is going to be accelerated. That way it can help bring you back more to where it wants you to be, which is a nice normal influx of oxygen and a nice normal reduction of carbon dioxide. If any of these things remain elevated, then your body will continue to try to bring it back to normal, thus more energy burned, and that's what oxygen debt is. So you will find if you really, really work intensely, this is more seen really aerobically, probably just because you're paying more attention to it, you might have a heart rate monitor on, but let's say you're on an exercise bike or a treadmill and you're wearing your heart rate monitor and you're warming up, and I'll just use me for an example, you're warming up, walking before you get going and your heart rate might be in the, the 80s, like literally just 80s as you're walking around at like 3.5 miles an hour. Then you do your workout, you get your heart rate up into close to or at anaerobic activities, which is high, typically defined as say 85% of your capacity or upper, so, so that's high, you know, 85% of your capacity is pretty darn high, right? 85% of your speedometer, you're flooring it, so you get the idea. So once you're doing that, once you start to verge into those anaerobic levels, now that puts a lot more strain on your body, which isn't a bad thing, that's how you get more fit, but you put more strain on your body, which means there's gonna be a greater debt at the end. So remember, I talked about warming up, the heart rate is gonna be, for me, like around in the 80s or so, at 3.5 miles an hour. So now I do my workout, let's say 30 minutes has gone by and I'm you know, finishing my run, so now it's time to cool down and so that's what a cool down is. A cool down is technically designed to help you come back more to homeostasis in a way that's a little more controlled versus just stopping. So it's important to keep moving because that helps pump the blood and the circulation and helps your body get back to normal a little bit sooner than if you didn't cool down. So now I'm walking on the treadmill at the same speed that I was warming up at 3.5 miles an hour to cool down, but my heart rate is no longer in the low 80s like it was. Now it might be floating around 100. So 15 beats higher at the same speed. What is that? That is oxygen debt. My body is now running at a higher temperature, literally with the higher heart rate because my body is doing the work to get it back to normal. My heart rate is now sped up to increase circulation, to flush out all the toxins that were brought into the body due to anaerobic metabolism. That's what oxygen debt is. So we literally stay at a heated, elevated body temperature for a certain period of time after the exercise is over as we're actively recovering. That's what EPOC or oxygen debt is. Now, a lot of people have used this and it's again, it's called afterburn to say, and, and it's true, it's just we need to understand why that it's a better way to exercise aerobically to lose weight because afterwards our body is gonna stay elevated for 
a lot longer period of time than if you just did a lower intensity steady state walk and or run and or easy cycle, which is true. It's true. It's just true to an extent. And like anything, there comes with a cost, which is what we're talking about. So we have to know what we're doing. So in other words, somebody might say, if you're trying to lose weight, then exercising anaerobically like this is going to fire up the furnace for more hours afterwards. You're going to be burning more calories. There's truth to this. There is. There's also a cost to this too. You can create a, an overtraining syndrome. If you're weight training, you may not recover as well from the workouts, meaning that if you abuse this, that's all I'm saying. In other words, weight training, you're automatically going to have some afterburn afterwards if you did it right because weight training is an anaerobic activity. So not only are your muscles trying to recover after a workout so they can be fully recovered for the next workout, which is depending on when you have it planned, but also your whole system, your central nervous system, your metabolism and your muscles are all trying to recover too after a hard weight training workout. So you're already getting that. If you then start doing too much of this anaerobic training when you're doing your quote aerobic exercise or your cardiorespiratory exercise, now you might start to get into overtraining syndrome because your body is constantly trying to recover. So that is what oxygen debt and or epoch is. That's what it is. That's all it is. Your body trying to recover from intense exercise because your body craves and needs homeostasis and you have an automatic system in there, an automatic computer that absolutely knows what it's doing to help you recover. That's all it is. It's, it, it is what it is, literally. Now, can you utilize this as a weight training tool? Well, again, you're already doing that if you're strength training. So I wouldn't say do EPOC for the sense of EPOC because with that becomes a harder recovery road for you. Now, if you're not weight training and you're doing cardiorespiratory, yes, just like interval training, it would make sense to do a couple days a week, but not abused because again, you want your body to recover. There's always this battle between work and recovery. And the older you get, the smarter you have to be about it because you're not going to bounce back automatically like you did when you were in your early 20s or teens. So there's always that gap we have to try to uh, work through. Now, what are ways we can help with this? If, if we like EPOC, in other words, if we're doing it for weight training well, or if we're doing it to burn calories, if we're doing it to lose weight, <clears throat> then you roll with it. But again, anytime that you're going anaerobic and your body needs to recover, then there's going to be a price that you have to pay, which come in the form of recovery. Now, this is where we learn a little bit about passive recovery and active recovery. Active recovery means you're speeding up the process of helping to remove the metabolites such as lactic acid and you're trying to restore the oxygen carbon dioxide ratio 
Active recovery means you're trying to help speed that up. The best way we can do that is an active cool down. Now I see sometimes people believe in doing cool downs after they've done low intensity exercise. There's really no need for that because it already was low intensity exercise. But if you've gotten anaerobic, especially cardiorespiratory wise, not really weight training when it comes to active and passive, well, yes, passive, I, I, let me not get ahead of myself. Not really weight training when it comes to active recovery as far as a cool down goes because it's very localized with weight training. Yes, you are getting some epoch going on, but it's also very localized as well. So active stretching and all that stuff after workouts, during workouts is a good idea. But especially during high intensity aerobic activity like running intervals, cycling intervals, swimming, it's very important to do an active cool down because it does increase circulation and help to rid the body of lactic acid and bring everything slightly closer to equilibrium. You're not going to, if you worked out really intensely, I doubt that your walking cool down heart rate is gonna to return to the low 80s. I've never seen it, like I've said, I've seen it elevate and stay maybe 10 beats higher. It'll come down, don't get me wrong, but it's not gonna match that heart rate you saw during your warmups if you worked intensely, it's just not. So you shouldn't be trying to force it to, you'll just be cooling down all day but as close as you can get to it as possible, then you know you're cooling down. So active recovery starts with doing an active cool down after high intensity exercise, especially cardio, because it helps bring your body back to normal. You're still gonna have the increased temperature, so you're gonna burn more calories for the next few hours, but it's gonna help you recover. That's an active recovery, which is a cool down right after exercise. Another way, and this is slightly different from EPOC, but it helps with some of the muscle damage done and some of the metabolites that have built up, is doing what we call an active rest day, the day after hard sessions like this. And that's where we do very low intensity cardiorespiratory exercise to help with some of the muscle rebuilding and help with still flushing some of the metabolites that might be lingering in our system. It's better to do that than to take what is called passive recovery, which is simply taking the day off. So active recovery is, we've learned mostly about active recovery through learning about EPOC and oxygen debt. And again, it's taking a nice active cool down after working out and taking an active rest day in days in between hard workouts, which means going easy with low intensity cardiorespiratory exercise, typically defined under 60% of your maximum to help bring your body back to normal and it's better than simply taking the day off. So this has been oxygen debt. We learned about oxygen deficit. If there's anything you wanna know more about in exercise terms and how we can make it relate to us, then uh, hit me up. So I'd like to thank our sponsors, Jonathan and Lynn Gilden at the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They are absolutely the best. They have the most five-star reviews and they will help you sell your house or they'll help you find what you need. I know them. I can vouch for them. Please give them a shout out at thegildengroup.com. Until next time, be max fit and be max wealth.